Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny, your ferociously frazzled fossa. What's like? a fossa? Okay. I thought you never asked. F A S S A? F O S S A. S S A. F O S S A. Yes, fossa. The fossa is the largest carnivorous mammal on the island of Madagascar. They can reach nearly six feet in length, half of that due to their long tails. They look like a cross between a cat, a dog, and a mongoose. So here's also a picture, and I can post what a fossa is um, on our page when this episode drops. It looks like a... A cat and a dog, kind of. Yeah, mixed with kangaroo. Yeah, well, a mongoose, I think, is another marsupial, so that would make sense that you get, like, a kangaroo vibe from it, too. Um, so, yes, I am a ferociously frazzled fossa, and welcome to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. Hopefully, you all are doing well and gearing up for the holidays. Um, how are you, my good sir? I'm good. I'm doing better. I'll say that. That's um, good to hear. Yeah. So, how, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I am <sighs> accomplished a good amount today, um, gearing up for the the holiday, and um, looking forward to the time off. I think that that's pretty much where I'm at. So like, I can't complain. Like, I didn't get everything on my to do list checked off, but I got a good chunk done, and there's still time to get the rest done. Um, I just have you know that little thing called work that's going to be in my uh, in the way, but I can't complain, all in all. But like I said, welcome to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. Make sure that you like, share, follow, tag, subscribe, do all of the things that the internet allows you to do in order to spread the word about our show. Um, make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Lover's Quarrel Show. You email us at show at gmail.com. And you follow us on Twitter at Lover's Quarrel 7. Um, and also know that we're going to still be going live this Tuesday at 7.30 sharp and where we will engage with you all and talk about whatever's going on, recapping the show um, and discussing anything else that pops up between now and then. So join us there. It's always interesting. We have guests on who we shoot the shit with and debate with and all that jazz. And I'll remind you guys again at the end of the episode. But if you want to take a moment and do that right now, go ahead um, so yeah, we, I am, are we ready to jump into the elevator? Waiting for you. Okay. Are you going up or are you going down? I'm going up. I'm, I'm going to go up. I don't want to be negative. Okay. So I'll let TJ go first. Going up. Um, so we got our photos, yes. our Christmas photos and, um, yes. shout out to Danny. Um, she's batting a hundred when it comes to ideas, so. Thank you. Um, they came out really nice. Um, they came out fire. You know, let me stop being modest. To me, right? They came out fire, and I'm glad that we did it because now it's something to look forward to. Like, in my head, I'm like, should we start doing it for all the seasons? Like, you know, we got Christmas cards created, so we're going to send out to friends and family. But, you know, just kind of creating our own traditions, our own things. Um as a family is kind of dope, mm-hmm. you know, um, these aren't things that I thought of when I was a child. I didn't even think about, like, I knew I wanted to get married and have kids because that was just like, 
that's what's next in life. Mm-hmm. But how that marriage and how my kids and my interaction with my kid would be and how, you know, just stuff like creating traditions. I would have never thought about. I would have mm-hmm. never thought about how we can look at these photos 20 years from now and remember where we are or where where we were, mm-hmm. you know. So um, it's definitely been one of the positives, so. I'm I'm definitely with you on that. Like, there's something that I never did growing up, and I, you know, it never really occurred to me either. And so I think really it was just kind of the thought about, you know, being home and then um, Tatum getting older. So it was like, so it started with the idea about, like, let's get some pictures of Tatum off because, you know, we want to, I was just thinking, like, let's document her during the holidays or whatever because she's growing up and we want to you know capture that in those moments and then tj you know to give credit to him he was like well are we going to be in it and i was like well we can so then kind of what started as like a an idea on a whim turned into like a whole little like fat photo shoot in our house and it, they turned out amazingly and i'm you know excited to to do this at least yearly you know around the holidays and send out cards and stuff like that and then as we like grow our family we can you know that will be updated tj already got like like was it 20 24 by 36 is that the the size he already got those printed out and frames so we could have them up around the house so you know and thank you to everyone who liked the pictures because you know that's you know really nice feedback and i'm glad that it it worked out you know like I, i you know i don't have a lot of um, like that's not necessarily like usually my area of idea where I, like my area where I come up with ideas in, but I'm kind of glad that I did. And I'm glad that like, you know, it, it worked out well and TJ looked amazing and we, you know, we all looked amazing, but I'm just really like proud of like how good we look together. You know, we're a good looking family and that's pretty dope. So I'm going to continue going up on this elevator and to kind of stay slightly on theme, um, I'm just, you know, so by the time you guys hear this, it'll be the 21st. So it'll be the Monday before Christmas. And I'm really excited, honestly, to just see Tatum's face on Christmas morning. You know, I spent a good part of today and yesterday we spent wrapping presents and getting stuff organized and stuff like that, hiding the gifts and, you know, having labeling them from, you know, the, our, our relatives who sent them, who already mailed them to from us to from Santa and we like it's a lot of work and it's kind of a pain in the butt and i already know like christmas eve we're going to have to kind of outlast tatum so that way we can make sure that we can bring everything upstairs because right now everything's hidden in the bedroom um because the little bit of presents that we did put out already she almost lost her mind when she couldn't find when she found out she couldn't open them yet so i don't want to tease her anymore um so yeah like she's been and she's been asking for this barbie dream house since damn i think it's like her birthday right babe and so now like we get to see like what her face looks like when she comes upon her like already built dream house with barbies in it and you know christmas i think and 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 tj has definitely touched on this before like christmas kind of as an adult um is cool but it's not as much fun as it is when you're a kid so the next thing, you know, the next best thing is when you are a parent and you get to see it through the eyes of your children. And I'm just really, really looking forward to to it. And like we work hard 
and we bust our asses and we deal with all the drama and bullshit oftentimes because we're just trying to build a better life for Tatum and for any children that might come from after her. And I I really am looking forward to kind of seeing and being in that moment and recording that moment so that way... You know, we have memories. And this is our, our, our first Christmas in our new house. It's just, it's a lot of firsts, you know? And even though it's been a crazy year overall, I'm really excited about the idea of like what we can celebrate together and what we can celebrate with her. Um, so yeah, so that's that's my elevator. I'm just looking forward to the, the big day. Um, so with that, we are going to go ahead and jump into our relationship tip of the week. So um, I'll go first. And my relationship tip for the week, uh, I think is appropriate year round, but maybe especially for the holidays, because the holidays, while they can be an exciting and fun and joyous time, can also be really hard for on people who are going through anything. It can run the gamut, especially this year. Um, and my tip for this week is to find out what being there looks like for the people that you care about. And what I mean by that is, you know, we often are in, you know, put in the position where there's someone that we love or care about that's kind of going through a hard time. And um, we are doing our best to be there for them, but sometimes how we want to be there for them isn't clicking, isn't resonating, isn't helping. And I think it's kind of similar to like love languages, right? Like, you know, how you show affection, how you receive affection, appreciation. I think it's important that we also know what it means to look like when like somebody's having a a hard time. What does it look like to be there for them? Is it is it letting them talk? Is it you talking to them? Is it helping them kind of escape the, the drama for a moment? Is it just sitting next to them? Is it, touch, is it physical touch? You know, because... We're all, most people are super well-intentioned and we're trying to do the best we can when somebody is having a hard time, but sometimes it doesn't translate and hit the way we would hope it would because we're not being there for that person in the way that they need it. So of course it comes back down to communication, but now as more than ever, and you know, especially around the holidays, Make sure you have those conversations with the people that you care about. If you don't already know how to be there for them, ask them what they need so that way when the time eventually will come that they need your support because, you know, shit has gone left, that you know how to be there for them in the best and most effective manner. And that is my relationship tip of the week. Relationship tip. Um, and I would admit, I think this is just a life tip, right? Mm-hmm. Um so show compassion. Um, we are all going through the same thing. We may all have different ways of handling it, but ultimately we need to all understand that we are all going through the same pandemic. Some people's situations is worse than others, but let's show love and compassion. I don't think I've ever... I had it written down in my phone, mm-hmm. so I don't think that I said it before. If I did, then I may have said variances of it. Probably. But, maybe, yeah. Um, you know, I'm just really just thinking, right? Um, and it kind of comes from me and Danny was talking the other night and, you know... I've seen online people like tip when you drop when you get food or whatever, and I've never liked tipping if I'm picking up food. Mm-hmm. But then Danny gave me a different insight. Like, you know, people who make money off of tips, if people aren't tipping, 
then how do they make money, right? Because they can't service anybody because things are shut down. So it made me kind of say, hmm, you know, you got to change your mindset. So, um, you know, and that's something that's that's just small, but I'm just thinking like, you know, if everything is good on your side, you may have a friend who everything is bad on their side, Mm -hmm. right? So you just show compassion to people, you know, just because you were able to boss up during this time, somebody else may have not. They may be you know, Falling barely, hard times. Yeah, yeah. they may be barely floating. Right. So you shouldn't, you know, chastise them or talk down to them or anything like that. You know, I think this is the one time that we should just allow people to be people because everybody's dealing with this and how people cope with it is different. But the playing field is, is not the same for everybody. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And I think that that's a really good point. Like we I think and even even to maybe add to that, it's like and now that this is this is the season of giving, right? You know, this is the season of of you know goodwill towards towards man, and we long we know we can definitely like use as much of that as humanly possible, especially this year. But yeah, like with our our Uber Eats drivers or our DoorDash or our servers or you know our people at restaurants, you know our delivery people, if you if you can. Aff- afford it if it's not going to you know break your pockets it, it may not hurt to tip a little extra or tip more in a, in a situation that you may not have otherwise done so because I was one who also didn't often if I was picking up if it was carryout I wouldn't necessarily tip because you know you weren't really going out of your way and listen when the world service. come back to normal I may not be tipping again. well I understand I understand that but what I, what I you know the, but the point I was making was that business has slowed down for so many of these restaurants. No, definitely. And so they're not even getting as many client, you know, patrons in and all that stuff like that. So I it might make sense. I'm going to say if it shifts or, back a or, little bit. Or, or even if businesses started just adding... Uh, gratuity? Gratuity. Like mandatory gratuity. I know people yeah. don't like it, but it. I mean, that's the way to make sure that, they, that their employees are, are taking getting, care of. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah. and again, me and Danny have done different things like... Starting last year, we would do like pickups for our delivery people. So we like leave uh, little like snack packs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, and Danny tips the delivery people as well. So and the mail lady. That's why I said delivery people because. Oh well, I, I I don't I you, separate you separate them. Well, because there's the mail woman is the mail woman, and then the delivery people are like the FedEx, the UPS, the Amazon. So yeah. I I only did the they the, all deliver packages. Yeah, but. Well, whatever. I got you. But the 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 I only I just tip use the UPS as, guys because they like. I use that as an example just mm-hmm. to say there's ways that you can give back, and you know, um, one thing this pandemic has showed us is be be creative, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you have a rapport with your male person or whomever, and they mention something that they like or you notice something, you can get them something like you can get them something that's from the heart, right? Absolutely. You know, I, I also think as people we got to break like. Financial isn't the only way that you could be supportive. Yeah. And some people act like, you know, because I support you financially or I can give or throw a lot of people throw money at things. And sometimes money isn't the answer. You yeah. know what I mean? Like sometimes it's 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 just you know. It's it's other things. It's like the the sentimental things or the the, the little things that you notice, yeah. But I I, def, I definitely think like if you can afford to 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 show appreciation to like your delivery people your mail person your garbage people because the people like these people already have an important job and already this time of year is any other year this time of year is especially hectic but is, now like this ever if since you could afford of party, designer if you can afford if you can afford things for yourself easily 
there should be no reason why you can't tip. Absolutely. So. But I also, I, what I'm saying too is now more than ever, these people have helped us survive, right? They've made it possible for us to not have to go out as often. They have been delivering left and right. They are up to their eyeballs. They are working nonstop. And so more now more than ever, do they deserve additional recognition? And then I also feel like, you know, in part, I'm work, I've been working from home since March. So I'm here almost all the time. So I see them when they drop the stuff off. You build a rapport with them. And so, you know, the, the UPS guys, when they dropped off the packages and we gave them their card, you know, Tatum runs to the door and, she, you know, she screams thank you to him. And they're like, you're our favorite stop of the day and all that stuff like that. Like that, all of that stuff is not lost on us. And that's, and so that's just us encouraging you all, if you can afford to do so, if if you find it in your heart to do that as well, it's still it's still not too late. There's a still a lot of packages gonna be coming after. And Christmas. even if it's not your package, if if you work somewhere and you have a reception person or yes, absolutely, like, you just gotta take care of the people. There's cleaning people. There you have cleaners who come custodians, to your building, yeah. yeah, custodians. Like if you know them, you see them when, when you're leaving the office. They're making sure that your desk is clean. They're making sure that everything is sanitized. Like it, it's just the little things that we got to just start doing. Like as people, we just have to start being nicer and be more compassionate and caring. Again, you don't have to know somebody and you don't have to invite them over to your house or anything like that. But saying hi goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Just just being treating people like humans goes a long way. Goodwill toward man. That's it. That's all it is. Goodwill towards men. Good, like. So he's gonna leave the women out there. Well, that phrase is kind of all encompassing. It's it's towards man, like mankind. So that means uh, men and women. Because you can't spell woman without man. Got you. I see. We were just we were on such a positive. That is positive vibe. There, you know what? Okay, so now you need us. Anywho. Now we are going to move on to our black history fact. Um, I can go first. Or would you like to go first? You can go first. Okay. So this this person, there's a, this is non-negotiable that they are a national treasure. On this day, by the time you guys hear this, December 21st, 1941, Samuel L. Jackson is born. He was born in Washington, D.C., and he was a student of the Morehouse College, and he has been in over forty movies, including over forty. That's what they said. Yeah, but it's probably more, way more than it's that. It's got to be over like yeah. a thousand movies. It's not a thousand, but it's definitely over. Yo, he's, he's played every role. He's probably he's been, been like a in star, seventy. A lead. He's been a, a a co-star. An extra. He's been an extra. Yo, he's he's. He's been everything from Star Wars to Marvel to Coming to America. Um, the, oh, the, the the reference I have here is Long Kiss Goodnight, which actually is a really good movie if you've never seen it. Um, a Time to Kill. He's been in everything. Sam Jackson is a goddamn national treasure. And we celebrate you, black man, because thank you for being in our lives, in our theaters, in our homes for my entire lifetime, pretty much. And I am glad that he was born because that is a good ass actor and a funny ass man so that's my black history fact and i do feel like can we we can we be on the same page national treasure since you try to come for cisco yes i mean sam jackson more because he's i'll give you sam jackson is more of a national treasure than cisco they're both to me but the samuel jackson is definitely a, a national treasure i mean samuel jackson is probably more well known like oh of course but that's fine 
This is this is my narrative. You may ask someone who Cisco is, and be like, I mean, maybe a young person, but outside of Baltimore, because I feel like my students. Oh no, nah, nah, yeah. If you ask somebody in Baltimore, he's yeah. definitely a national a national treasure for Baltimore. <laughs> he's a city treasure. All right, so that's my Black History fact for this for this week. Um, is Samuel L. Jackson, December twenty first, a good old Sagittarius? It's still Sagittarius season, I think. Yeah. So, and then who's on deck? Capricorns. So I don't know too many caps. My fact is on December twenty first of nineteen eleven, Mister Joshua Josh Gibson was mm-hmm. born. He was known as the Black Babe Ruth. He's considered one of the best power hitters and catchers in baseball history. Fun fact about him was that he started in the Negro Baseball League. Um, And the reason why I figured let's talk about that is because the Negro Baseball League has just been, um, is now being acknowledged by the MLB. Yes. Um, So now. They um, put out in the history books. So now those Negro Major League players are now recognized under Major League. So they says about 3,400 players who's now being recognized and their stats are being counted in MLB. So good. Um, just wanted to kind of bring that up and, you know, just to think that, you know, this was in the early, so from 1920s to 1948, we couldn't play with them. Like, you know what I mean? Like we had to create our own league. Um, and then it kind of touches back because like my grandfather, he was an avid golfer, but mm-hmm. he grew up in the, you know, in that Jim time, Crow. the Jim Crow time. So he could not play, but he was like really, really good. Like really mm-hmm. good. He could have been a pro. Like, yeah. a, like a real, like, I don't he know. could have been, yes, yeah. he, he could have been a pro. Had but because been he allowed. was Exactly. So, um, that's crazy. I mean, listen, I think- seeing stuff like that gets me, it hurts me. Because mm-hmm. it just lets me know like how evil this world is, and I mean, you know, we still make a way, mm-hmm. but it's just like we shouldn't have to make a way. Mm-hmm. Like we're like as as black people, we're like the toughest, most resilient, and you know, it's like no matter what, they throw so many curveballs at us. You know, they, they 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 try to stop us in every other way, and we still find a way to make it work. And it's just like it makes me proud of us, but it's just like exhausting too yeah it's, it's just like how come like we are all in the same world how come other races can't see what we see yeah like i mean i, I mean again some of it is that privilege you, you know because you don't have to deal with the pro- the poverty you don't care or you don't care about the 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 issues or the the, the unfairness like the playing field isn't isn't fair. Yeah, it's never it's never been level, and yeah, that's you like, know we got to be twice as good to be average. Yep. And 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 that's frustrating. Um, and as of lately, it's been really bothering some, bothering some, bothersome, bothersome. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like I I I'm not sure if it's like I'm mad at myself because I'm like, how did I know these things, or if I'm just I was just so busy in my own world and. Because everything in my world was okay. It's, you know what I mean? But now that I'm seeing it and I'm seeing what my daughter's going to be raised into and just everything, it's, it's, it's hard for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my good days. I have my, ba- I have my bad days. But lately, it's been a lot more bad days. And it could just be because you have nothing else to do but think. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, unless you're like a lot of other people who's just out there living their life and acting like this COVID thing isn't real. But yeah. for those who are uh, trying to, you know, play it safe and take care of their families and, and worrying about their families so they're not going out and they're, they're not, you know, enjoying themselves, you know, you have nothing but time to think. That's why, like, with this COVID Back to my tip, like, if you have a friend who's home by themselves, like, you should check on them, FaceTime them, you know, because they may not see anybody or be around anybody like that, you know, it's it's not as bad as jail, but it's, you know, solitary confinement, you go crazy because you're just by yourself in a cell. Yeah, it takes a mental toll. It's the same thing of being locked up in your house all day. Granted, you may have some vices. But shit, in prison they got vices too. They got cell phones and they should. They be on TikTok and everything. So they got yeah. But saying that to say, like you know, it's it's just like to know. And and, and another thing with Black history is like it's so muddy. So like a lot of it, if you don't know, you you don't know. Or a lot of it is kind of like folks tell. Like mm-hmm. you know, they they make sure that, that our history isn't easily found i feel mm-hmm. like i feel like it's a lot of like whitewashing and oh definitely i mean it's definitely not included into the the narrative into the curriculum oftentimes so it's like like they treat black history like it's not also american, american history. history and that's just that's the bullshit that we deal with um that you make really good points like we just have to we're such a we're such a resilient people but it really is it's a beautiful thing to be black, but it's also an exhausting thing to be black. And we, as a collective, deserve so much better than what we did, the cards and the, the hands that we've been dealt, but we still make, you know, we keep making lemonade out of lemons and these motherfuckers just keep hating on us because we won't go away or we won't go quietly into the night and we continue to be the culture. Like, everything that people want to do is based off of what we do and you know even though sometimes they try to appropriate it and then they try to make it we're ghetto we're this or that when we do it and then it's it's fashion forward and avant-garde when they do it we still know the truth i mean it's been like that forever like yeah james brown couldn't be on the radio well i'm using him as as a western name but they used to whitewash our songs they would take oh, yeah. our same exact song Make it a white version, and it skyrockets. Exactly, because they not they because we weren't allowed. And then when our music was just too good, and people wanted the original, then we could play. But even then, when when we could play, we had to go through the service door. Like, mm-hmm. how crazy is it that people are paying to see you perform? But you gotta come through, the but service, you still gotta come through the service entrance, the service entrance, or the colors only entrance. Can't swim in the pool. Can't do this. Can't do that. Man, fuck them. Um, but you know what? I think that it's appropriate that we talked about this and the day that this episode is dropping because we are supposed to get superpowers tomorrow. Have you heard about that? Um, yes, for the 21st. Yes. So this episode drops on 21st and maybe that will serve as our reparation. So what I, I, I didn't put this in the show notes, but I do have a question. What, a couple of questions actually. What superpower do you hope to get if all black people get powers tomorrow? I haven't thought that far. You haven't thought that far? No. 
Okay. Obviously, you have. So tell us. What I, I'm a little. Want. I'm. I'm. I'm probably leaning towards teleportation because that way I don't have to drive anywhere. Um, I definitely don't want mind reading. I don't want to know what's going on in people's heads. Um, I want to control metal. Magneto. Magneto. So that oh, so that already answers the question: Marvel versus DC. Are you going villain? Are you going hero? Are you going Marvel? Or are you going DC? I'm going Marvel. Hero, villain. Villain. Magneto. Okay. I am going Marvel hero. Um, I also am. You just it, but I'm, you said I'm, teleportation. I'm, yes. Nightcrawler. Okay, but or, or. Storm. Yes. Because, follow me. If you can control the weather, you really can control the world. If you can control metal, you can control the world. I can blow you away. That's all. I can just... Gone. You're right. You could definitely do that. I could I could have a monsoon just come wash you away. Because water does not bend to... There's no. There's not really like metal and water. So I can put myself in a metal bonk, bunker. And whatever you do, I'll just be safe in my, in my metal. I, I'll, I would be okay. I could freeze you... Because you would metal, have to get me. Metal is a, or I can heat you up because metal is a great conductor of heat. Science teacher hat. Okay. And so why why hasn't Storm ever done this? Because she's black and they hate on her. That's not why. And so don't they, tell people that. They, because it's because a lot of what you're thinking, it wouldn't work. With why would it not work? Is metal not an excellent conductor of heat? So if I wanted to just like have it be like, if I wanted to like gear the heat of the sun towards you, I could just like melt all your metal. Um, I guess. Listen, I'm not smart enough for this conversation, so <laughs> you got it. Okay, so listen, y'all. And DC we, doesn't even. Have, I mean, Superman. That's the only like real powers. Yeah, so Mar- for, for DC is just trash. They just have trash writers. Maybe yeah. That's it. Listen, think about it. All the good cartoons have good villains. Well, see, that is the only thing. That's why I feel like Batman, DC. DC. I get, Batman has the best villains. Joker. It's the I'm best Joker. I mean, he's Mr. my... Mr. He, Freeze? He's, Joker is my all-time favorite villain. Poison Ivy? Two-Face? Clayface? Raja Ghoul? Okay. All of them very Scarecrow? Good. The Riddler? Very good villains. But Joker, to me, is the best of the best. No, I get that. I'm just saying. That's, that's all. I don't disagree with you. That's what makes it great. Superman. Lex, Lex Luthor. Luthor. Bizarro. And a whole bunch of other like aliens and stuff like that. But it, that's too long and too far. No one cares about that. Yeah. I like Flash. I, don't know. Yeah. They got to borrow Aquaman. somebody. Aquaman. I have no idea. Wonder Black, Black Manta. Mantra. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's trash too. I don't think she's trash. I mean, it's cool right now because it's like woman liberation. and That's not why. And she's Wonder, like, Wonder Woman was the first one. I mean, it was it was okay. I'm thinking about the, just the character itself. Okay. Who's her villains? Um, exactly. I, I don't know. That's the reason why she don't have no cartoon either. You don't have enough villains. Well, you gotta. That's the reason why they had to make Justice League to put everyone together because they know the other ones can't do it by themselves. Okay, but I would. I still want to be a Marvel hero, but my villain of choice is still the Joker. It's my of like. I think he's like. I think he's because I feel like the Joker and like Thanos are like the top villains. They're very different, but they're also the same. Um, for like cartoon, for people who's really into comics and stuff, they'll they would hate you right now. Why? Because there's so many other villains out there. Apocalypse so, is 
probably one of the most powerful villains ever. The movie did a terrible job oh, with him. Oh, is that from X-Men? Yes. Oh, they yeah. They did a terrible job with him. Okay. But he's supposed to be like one of the... They said Steppenwolf was supposed to be like a badass, but they didn't do a good job. I don't know that is. That was from Justice League. The, the movie. Exactly. See? And, I, and I'm a... Okay. Batman's my favorite. If it ain't Batman, Justice League... I mean, I, I went to see it because it had Batman in it. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. Are you looking forward to the new Batman with... Uh... Robert Pattinson? Yeah, I mean, listen, I had to see George Clooney be Batman. I didn't see anybody <laughs> be Batman. I, you know what? I didn't, I didn't love the George Clooney one, but I, my introduction to Batman was definitely Val Kilmer. And so that was... I don't remember which Batman he was. That was when he... Um, he it with was, Poison Ivy? No, that was the one with... That's George Clooney. George Clooney. His was... Um, oh. And the best Batman... Was Michael Keaton? <sighs> oh, Christian Bale? Actually, no, it wasn't. No, it, Michael Keaton was good. Michael Keaton and Christian Bell is like right there. Like 1A, 1B. Yeah. All the other ones, I don't remember. I would probably... Who was Val Kimmer? It was with him and Robin, and they came in and... Wait, it, that, was, that was with Poison Ivy. No, that was... that was No, Val Kilmer's, um was the Riddler and Two-Face. That was him. And that was Seal. Baby... If I can pay you to a kiss from the rose on the grip. Honestly, Ooh, they, they released what, how the story for the Ben Affleck um, Batman was supposed to be. Uh-huh. And that sounded amazing. And it didn't happen? No. Oh. Well, damn. I mean, a lot of people didn't like Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah, he was uh, He was okay. He wasn't terrible. He, he was the, the old Batman. He, like, he was an older Batman. I don't... Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, folks... Let's reconvene Tuesday on our Instagram Live, 7.30. We can all share what powers we have um, received as a result of reparations through the form of um, supernatural powers. And, um, oh, now it is time for TJ's Word of the Week. I swear to God, I thought you were going to forget. So that's why I was waiting. Just like, I like... Yo, you about to get me, but you're not. Fire your ass up real quick. But you couldn't. I couldn't. So let me see if I can fire you up with this word. My word of the week is impecunious. Impecunious? Impecunious. Okay. Make sure. Impecunious. Okay, thank you. Having little or no money. Impecunious. Yep. Impecunious. Uh... All right, impecunious. I M P M P E C impec U N I O U S impecunious. You got it. For real? Mm-hmm. Yay! I thought you were going to try and play me and be like, you got it wrong and all that stuff like no. that. You try to play me sometimes. No. Yes. You got it. All right. Shout out to me. Woo you know, woo. So, you know, with these words, man, I, I really wanted to just get my vocab up. So, you know, I just wanted to just do random stuff so I can, you know what I mean? Go out there. But then when daddy wanted to make it competitive. So now I got to just find like off the world, off the wall words, words that you may never use, which is kind of helpful because now we're just learning new stuff. But you know, because Danny knows a lot of words. She knows a lot about a lot, you know. 
She was like a fifth place runner-up for her spelling bee. So I was second place. Oh, the, okay. The word was convenience. I never misspelled it ever since then. It was in eighth grade. Thank you very much. Okay. So but, second place is the same as the fifth place. <sighs> it's only one winner. So. And now here goes a message from our sponsor, Gaines Sports Gear. Hey friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor, go to gainsportsgear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by going to Gaines, that's G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com, and entering the code LOVERS10 to get 10% off your first purchase. And now, back to the show. And we are back. And before we go any further, I do want to highlight that this is going to be our last episode for 2020. Um, The holidays are upon us, Christmas, New Year's, all that jazz. And so TJ and I are going to take time to, you know, spend time with each other, with our family, to relax, relate, rejuvenate, all of that stuff. And of course, we will be back in the top of the new year. And... With that said, I thought that, you know, this would be a good time for us to kind of really reflect on our relationship, on our ourselves um, this year. And um, I encourage you all to do so as well. It's just kind of like as a check-in um, with each other or with you, whomever to see like, okay, where did you, we go right and where did we go wrong this year? So, um, yeah, I think that that would be, you know, it's a, it's a good way for us to kind of touch base as we move into the new year and move into a new trajectory in our lives, um, especially because 2020 has been a lot um, in a lot of ways. So checking in with your partners can't ever really hurt. Um, so we're going to do that. And there's also another thing I maybe want to touch on as well. Um, just a few questions. So the first question that we have for our end of year relationship check-in with each other is, what is something I can do more of or less of to make you feel more loved? What is something that I can do more or less of to make you feel more loved? Would you like to go first? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't I mean, I, I guess maybe be more affectionate. Mm-hmm. So you feel like more like, like physical affection? In nice words, I would say. Okay. So, um, in like best case scenario, what would that look like? Um, when we're in bed, if you come closer, I, I don't. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, and for me, I would say something that you could do more or less of to make you feel more loved, to make me feel more loved. Um, I feel as though maybe you can do a little, sometimes maybe be a little less critical and 
a little more maybe like excited about things like sometimes when I'm like giddy or excited about something you know but it's not as interesting to you then maybe you can um you know but I don't want you to be phony about it but just like sometimes like a little bit match my match my energy a little bit more about those things like when there was a time that you were um and I wasn't I mean, I guess, I, I mean, it's, it's not one thing specifically, but I think sometimes when I'm talking about something and I'm like kind of, maybe I'm like nerding out about something or maybe I'm just like, whatever. And you're like, you're like, oh, okay. Sounds great. Good. And I'm just like, sometimes, you know, just be like, oh, babe, that's really cool. I'm glad you like, like that. I'm glad that you're into, I'm glad that, that that's happening for you or something like that. Cause I don't know how to, how to do something and be, and not be phony. So because you said you don't want me to be phony with it. So do you want me to do these things or do you want me to do these things genuinely? Because if you want me to do it genuinely, I'm not going to do it until it's something that I can truly whatever. I mean, now I, I feel like I do it when I'm like joking with you or, or I'm acting like, really, girl? Like, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm playing with you, but that's my way of playing with you. But I'm... Mm-hmm. You know, because you kind of do that thing where you'll be like, you want something. And then if I give it to you now, you're like, I don't want it this way. I want it that way. And it's just like, you can't, you can't have it both ways. So I understand. Um, I would say, um, I mean, I want it to be genuine. I want it to be sincere, but maybe, okay. So maybe you could be, instead of you being more excited, maybe you could be like a little less apathetic. If that helps like you don't have to be jumping out the window over it if, as well but maybe you can just be a little bit more like oh, I, oh that's cool babe I'm, I'm glad you like that you know like like it doesn't have to be phony but it, it could be like a, a little bit more like in, a, a tiny bit more enthusiasm behind it um so our next question is what was this year's highest point and lowest point for you The highest point would probably be moving into this house. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't realize that you need something until you have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think us having this space has definitely allowed our relationship to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a metaphor. Like in that house, we've, we grew as much as we could in that house. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're in a bigger house and now we can grow bigger. I feel like... I, I feel like our thoughts are bigger. The things that we want to accomplish is bigger because of the outlook. So um, the lowest point, probably, it's going to be cliche, but I'm probably going to say COVID. Like I haven't been in New York since February. Mm -hmm. Um, So like not seeing my grandparents and, you know, my grandmother uh, is getting sick. My grandfather was sick. It's just like, it's a lot of things that I can't even be there to like. Mm-hmm. just be there I can't see them you know uh, other than through FaceTime or, or text messages like or in phone calls but it's just like it's different you know um, and that's I guess that's the price you pay sometimes when you move out of state you know mm-hmm. you, you gotta trade things in which is why I always never wanted to move like super far like mm-hmm. Cali or somewhere where I, I can only get there by plane because then it's like when you have these situations or whatever, it's like you can't do anything. You can't so. just like 
up and go. Yeah, like if something happened and I need to go to New York, I can drive there right now. That's mm-hmm. not going to be a problem. Yeah. But if it was, you know, if I lived in Cali or in the Midwest somewhere, I would have to get on a, plane a flight. Yeah. So, um, I would say for me this year, um, the house is definitely up there. I would say my high point for this year is for what it's worth it's kind of like i would say say us like we had to adjust and pivot like everybody else did when covid stopped the world in our its tracks and it could have been it could have i feel like it could have been a lot really ugly it could have been really bad between us but we ended up really hitting a stride and even when we haven't we when we've stumbled or we've had hit obstacles or roadblocks, we've been able to come out the other side of it. Like I think for the better, you know. Um, and I would say for me, the hardest or lowest point for me, maybe a little bit more in the beginning, and it's still like a, a, something that sits in the back of my head. But I find it it's been a consistent frustration of mine of how like the the upheaval that the, everything that this year has caused to Tatum's life um, frustrates me. And that's kind of like, as a parent, I I know that I can't, you can't help what you can't control or whatever, but I, I've said this before on the show. It's just like, as a parent, like you feel as though it's your responsibility and it's, it's your job and it's your, your, your charge to make a way for your child, right? Like there's going to be things that you can't protect them from. There's going to be things that you can't control, but there are things that, you know, you are supposed to be able to do that with. And this was not in the scope of things that we could have ever considered when we were when we thought about having a child, when we first had Tatum. And so the abruptness of her, of, of everything changing and how it impacted her life and feeling kind of helpless about that was kind of something I had a hard time kind of wrapping my head around. Um... um I'm going to go and I'm going to jump to what is your current biggest worry, personally or professionally? My current biggest worry? Um, I mean, I think personally it's like because we're in, in, in a pandemic, like I'm working, but it's just like. Things are not the same, and it's like my worries, like Tatum, you know, not not feeling the love that she deserves because mm-hmm. both of her parents are home, but we can't really give her attention, and you may be able to give her more attention mm-hmm. um, than I can sometimes, and it's just those things. That's kind of hard because it's just like you're here, mm-hmm. but you're not here, if mm-hmm. that makes sense, um, and you know. And then, I mean, professionally, it's just like working on the separation and not being on a call all the time and not, you know, it's it's like setting up those boundaries. I've kind of allowed myself to be super accessible Mm -hmm. and even at times where it may not be healthy, healthy. Yes, Mm -hmm. I'll say that. Right. Because just because you are working at 10 o'clock at night doesn't mean I have to work at 10 o'clock at night. Yep. Um, now, I want to. That's different. 
but you know you shouldn't feel like like you're obligated to yeah i mean so you know but i mean that that's probably the only thing that i have professionally other than that i mean whatever the man upstairs wants to happen is going to happen so i try not to focus on things that i can't control well for me my current biggest worries are personally I mean, definitely worry still about, like, as things adjust, change or whatever, like, okay, what is the plan for Tatum once kids start going back to school? What, like, once we really have to start going back into work more often because I feel like that's going to, it's kind of an eventual, it's not a matter of if, but just a matter of when. So that's kind of been weighing heavy on, on my heart and, you know, making the right decisions. Um, I guess another thing I'm worried about personally, sometimes I worry about you. Um for this kind of reasons that you, mainly kind of because of the professional reasons that you listed. Like I want you to be, I love that you're driven. I love that you're dedicated, but I also sometimes see how much of a toll it takes on you. And in turn, the toll that sometimes it takes on like our household, because when you're stressed out, it, or when, or if either of us are stressed out, it, it impacts the other person. And I, I just want you, I, you know, I just worry about you and I just want you to make sure that you find that balance because I think that that's, that's crucial right now. Um, and for me professionally, um, I just, I worry that sometimes like I'm, I'm, I have a little bit of imposter syndrome at work. Like it's, it just feels weird and it just feels like I have things going on, but it, like maybe am I doing too much? Am I not doing enough? And I was having a conversation with my sister the other day and it was like, I'm making a decision sometimes where like some days I'm all in, I'm getting, I'm knocking shit out, I'm rocking and rolling. I'm like doing rock star shit at work. But then I've like completely like not paid much attention to Tatum. Then other days, like one day this week when it when we had all the snow out here like I stopped and like I took like 90 minutes and I shoveled and I put down the salt but then I also took time to like hang out in the snow and play with Tatum because like it's her her, our first snow in our new house and she wants to go outside and she wants to play and I'm like I'm not gonna make her wait until after five and it's already dark and can't go outside because the day is over and so did I get as much accomplished that day no but you know and I have that like tugging guilt there, but then I also am like, I need to do what's best for her. Like I want to make memories. Like I don't want her to always think that like, oh, all mommy and daddy did was work. And you know, it's that- it's We're that, all in a tough situation. Yeah. It's, like, a, it's a tough thing. If Tatum was 13 years old, shit, if she was eight, I would say, it might be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Nine, like once she, she's double digits, definitely a little bit different. She may not move. Wanted to play with you. She probably went outside by herself. You know what I mean? Shit. At that age, she could shovel too. So, <laughs> listen, she was helping this week. <laughs> no, she no no. She I know. did, but I, I'm just saying that to say like, and I think that's kind of what has me fucked up with the way the world is, and that's why I say about the compassion thing, right? Because we're all living this pandemic, and how we live it is different. And 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 you know, I know I kind of talked about the people who don't believe that COVID is real, or whatever. That is their choice. I'm. I'm not even going to condemn them. You made a face. I did. I'm not going to condemn them because, again, if that's how they got to cope with it, that's how they have to cope with it. Now, the only thing I would say to them is that they have to live with whatever happens. 
they have to live with those consequences. Mm-hmm. So if you get your grandmother sick and she dies, you got to live with that. If your mother dies or your father dies or or whatever. And I know that's extreme, but but that's that's that, how I live. But I, that's actually not extreme in this situation. Well, I mean, again, we're talking about a disease that a virus that nobody knows the long term effects. Nobody knows how this is going to you know, what I mean, like it's so many unknowns. But this is the time that everybody wants to become doctors and they and they know what's best and you know if you stick your tongue out and 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 put your mask crooked then you won't catch corona or if you go to Atlanta you mm-hmm. won't catch it because no one in Atlanta gets it like it's it's it's, it's those thinkings but we still just got to have to show compassion because again those people are just living their lives they things like fuck it I only get one life if I'm gonna die I'd rather die with covid yeah so yeah, you're making the face, but we have to be compassionate in everybody's cycles because, again, that's how they are able to function. I understand. I, I, I reserve. And there's no mandates. There's nothing that says that they have to. There's nothing that says that they can't fly, nothing like that. So, technically, they're not doing anything. Illegal. Yeah. But then what's, elite, what's legally right and wrong and what's morally right and wrong are two different things. You're right, but moral, morals don't pay bills. And morals don't don't make you happy. So. Well, I'm not I'm not condemning anybody that has to go in and go to work. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just no. I'm saying, see, that's where we we that's where we can differ sometimes, right? Because my thing is, I'm showing compassion to everybody, regardless. I'm gonna show compassion to a murderer. I'm gonna show compassion to. So you're showing compassion to people who feel like they gotta go clubbing. I'm just not gonna put my energy to say like, oh. You're such a a terrible human being. What if that person party, been clubbing, don't have COVID, hasn't affected anybody? Then what? Then it's still selfish because you don't know. It is selfish. I didn't. I'm not saying that their actions aren't selfish. Yeah. But I'm just saying I'm just th- I, that, and for me. This is this is the time that I'm given. Everyone gets compassion. I I, have, I just won't I have be compassion. around. I just won't be around those people. Like, I have compassion. So if you want to go to a club, cool. Just don't come to me. Yeah. Don't 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 reach out to me and be like, hey, can I come over? No. Yeah. Have you? Because I, I need I need to know if you've been quarantined. First off, if you've been clubbing, I don't even want you around because I I can't trust that you're not gonna do what's right because you're already showing me that you can't do what's right. Mm-hmm. But what I am just saying is that. We just got to be compassionate. That's yeah. it. I can I can love you from afar, but I can also like condemn the actions and maybe not the person. But I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to give the same type of grace to somebody who like has to work at a grocery store or has to work at Amazon or has to work at a hospital places that they have to go into work because that's their livelihood and they are considered have have been this whole time been considered essential and. They're not. You're not going to get the same level of grace and compassion for me as as I give those people as you do because you wanted to go and like do a two step in the club because it's your homegirl's birthday or whatever. Like you're not going to get that level of compassion from me because you know and that's the unfair part kind of of this whole situation, right? Because it's all a matter of like it's you know it skips people who are living completely recklessly and then somebody who's doing what they're supposed to do and then they get sick and they, whatever and it's just you know. We could go on and on about that point, but yeah, I'm not I'm not extending the same grace and compassion to people who are trying consistently to 
be as responsible as they can, you know, versus people who are just like, well, it is what it is. And if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. Because it's not always, it's, that's the problem with this virus is that it's not just about if I get it, I get it. It's about if I get it and I don't even know I have it, but then I pass it on to somebody else. You may never even know, or you might know. It's about living with those consequences and we're asking people to think outside of themselves. And that's the problem. Um, but, um, the last question I'm going to ask from this list of questions is when we're thinking about wrapping our year in review and thinking ahead is what is a goal, hope, or intention that you have for you or for us for next year? So what goal? Goal, hope, or intention. I mean, I just want us to continue growing, um, you know? Um, seeing those pictures and, you know, hearing people like them and love them. It just, I like the traditions that we're building. I like how we looked, you know, I I like the way that we feel. And I just want to continue growing us, our family and happiness and just, you know, creating new habits and new traditions. And that's really it. I just want to continue leveling up. Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's the real thing. Like right now, it's about Tatum and making sure that she's getting what she needs to be the best human being that she can be and teaching her, you know, how to express herself and being okay with being wrong and being okay with being laughed at because she, you know, people are laughing with her or laughing or, or you're smiling at her because she's doing something that's cute. But she takes it like you're laughing at her. So she gets offended and mm-hmm. she gets upset, so, you know. That's something that I've never even really thought about, but it's some of those things. Like I want to make sure that she knows how to use her, her feelings and mm-hmm. how to touch them and, 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 and utilize them. Right. Because she's kind of like our little mutant, you know, we got to <laughs> teach her how to put these things and how to use her powers mm-hmm. um, to be able to survive. Right. And thrive and thrive yeah you know that's but that's my my hopes you know more smiles and i hope that next year this time we have a better handle on covid mm-hmm. so i can travel yeah <laughs> I, I i hope we have a better handle on it as well um so personally it's my goal and hope that i have a better that i continue growing in my own journey to like be more assertive and confident and grappling with like my emotions and my sensitivity um it's my goal to like be really intentional about like the communication that I have with people getting more comfortable having difficult conversations telling people no telling people how I feel because I want to be the best version of myself for me, but I also want to be the best version of myself for for you and for Tatum because, like the the, the even the, the the reference that you made like with her, with her like getting upset because she thinks people are laughing at her that's that has me written all over it, and it it proves that sometimes you can't even control the stuff that you inherit like it's 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 just in your DNA, but you can work through it and work and, and get past it and be better at handling it. And I want to be that mother and that woman that Tatum can look to and say, Hey, 
mommy has a lot of feelings. She has a lot of strong feelings. She gets, she's very in tune with her emotions, but she doesn't, she has, she has a way of not letting it consume her all the time. And I want to, I'm going to, you know, bust my ass to be better. So that way she can see it and be better. Um, and I also want, you know, want to get, you know, my goal and my intentions for next year is also continuing work on saying what I mean and meaning what I say. Um, that's a very good thing. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping on that too. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm living in my truth. That's one, that's one thing 2020 has taught me. I'm not going to be like sugarcoating stuff anymore. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. We all got feelings and I'm not going to worry about other people's feelings just because that's what I've been doing now. Yeah. If, however I feel is, is what I'm telling people. And if they don't like it, I'm sorry, but. Yeah. I got to stop apologizing for how I feel if it feels, if I feel differently than other people too. Cause I do that a lot too, but I don't want to, I don't want to be like apologetic for like, I don't want to be sorry, like be sorry for being sensitive or being emotional. Like it's not a bad yeah. thing. It's easier said than done. I'm in a like I'm in a, I'm having a, a better week day or whatever. So I'm oh, I feel yeah, it's I mean, easier to talk about right now. That's but, life though, right? Like, yeah. like life is is about learning, right? And, and and a lot of it, at least for me, right? Like it's uncomfortable to talk to adults sometimes for mm-hmm. me because my mother raised us to be yes ma'am, yes sir, and always put a hand on people's name. But that for real, for real, for me, it, it kind of failed me, right? Because I put a hand on somebody's name and now I'm in the workforce. And somebody who may be 20 years older than me, we're colleagues. Yeah. But I'm so conditioned that I have to say Miss whatever. They're not calling me Mr. Byerson. They're calling me TJ. So, you know. It's a dynamic there. Yeah. And there's a difference between like respect versus like, like you can be respectful, but still be like, we're equals. We're on the same plane. Yeah, but you have to teach people that. And that's what I'm saying. It was never taught to me that. So... I kind of just started doing it my own way, but like I would teach Tatum, like while well, you're this age, but once you get 18, you don't have to put it for, for me. And I mean, we can always talk about that too, but you don't have to put a handle on somebody's name. Yeah. Like if it's your aunt, yes, or stuff like that. But if it's a woman in the street or a man in the street, you, however they introduce themselves is how you can would call them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that's that's true, and I will say for and then to say for us like what I my whole goals and intentions for us in the in the new year as like a couple is to continue to like support each other and to really like to hear each other because sometimes you know we we hear each other or we 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 listen but we don't really hear each other sometimes and we're better than we were but i just hope that we can continue being better at it because that's how we are going to be able to sustain this relationship that's how we're going to be able to sustain this marriage that's how we're going to be able to model for tatum what it is that healthy relationships look like and i want us to just be healthier you know continue to be healthier continue to grow i i want to i want to see this podcast continue to grow i think that you and i are you know People have said this to us before, like that we're onto something and that we've got something good going here. And I want to see it kind of like level up in whatever way that looks, you know, I don't know what exactly that looks like, but 
you know. I mean, I think as long as we're more purposeful and, you know, we, we change the things that we need to change. I mean, I mean again, I'm not, I love that. I love the podcast because, again, it is a way for us to talk. It's a way for us to kind of go through the tough things. It's a way to kind of just show other couples or people thinking about relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do business with your partner. You can argue with your partner because you know some people act like if you have an argument it's the end no but it, i mean again that could be just based on how you grew up you know there's some people who've seen their parents argue and then they got a divorce so they equate the two yeah but you know no people argue like everything that me and danny do is real this is really danny and tj um and it feels good to be able to be ourselves um for the most part and i think as long as we continue genuinely doing us will be okay yeah like i'm we're not trying to be the next whomever or then at least i'm not no i just know i I just want to be able to kind of have these great conversations and meet different people and and learn from different people and, and just be genuine about it right you know um a lot of people treat relationships like everybody wants a relationship but people don't really want a relationship and that's that's what I'm coming to. Mm-hmm. People want the glitz and, and glamour that comes with a relationship, but they don't want what comes with a relationship. People want, sometimes want to say that they're in a relationship, but they don't actually want to do the work of being in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. like it's, yeah. it's cool to say that you're in a relationship with somebody. It's cool because it just looks good. You're 34 years old. You're a woman. So to say that you're in a relationship with somebody because people are going to ask. And, and I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it more so because, again, people... A lot of people ask inappropriate questions, not realizing that their questions are inappropriate. Like, mm-hmm. you should never ask a woman when is she going to have kids or why she's married or you should ask a man that. Mm-hmm. But people do it because people just think it's okay. But you don't know what that person is going through. You don't know what situations. You don't know any of that. You don't know any of those things. So before you, like, want to ask those questions, you should always say to yourself, do I know this person well enough for me to ask that question? Yeah. And we all should reevaluate like what's our what's our purpose, what's our goal, what's our, our what's the point? Why are we here? And we're not here to be somebody's wife or be somebody's husband. Like that part that comes along with it, but it's not it shouldn't be the end all be all. It should be the final who, goal. Who don't want to be married? Absolutely. I think it's just like it's about self exploration. I think you know, it's about figuring out who you are and it's about doing right by yourself and doing right by others. Like Honestly, what it really golden rule shit. The way I want to raise Tatum is to be a free spirit. Do what do what you want with like but make sure it's calculated, of course. But mm-hmm. you know, fuck fuck society norms. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I'm at with it. Fuck society norms because this shit isn't. <laughs> Someone told us this and. We just believed it. It's like a folktale. It's a construct. Yeah, but the construct is changing, and we're still like the, con- the the construct probably was when America was was being built. Like this is the things you got to do, but we're not there anymore. And I think that's that's the difference. Like we still have laws that are written in eighteen hundreds that we're still following. Uh, yep, and, and that's. Ultimately, it's like you set parameters because you want to make sure that she's staying safe and being responsible. But you let people figure this themselves out and kind of explore. And that's one thing you want. We want to give her the space to, and we want to give ourselves the space to kind of explore and and 
challenge ideas and ask questions and try new things and, you know, fall down, but get back up and shake it off and try again. And so that's the stuff that we want to do. And that's what I want to continue to do as we, as we progress. And, um, I'm grateful for this, this platform in this space to, to talk with you every week and to hear now, you know, we have our Instagram live and we can hear from people and get their insights and talk to them. And I, I just want to continue being, having the space and, 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 and grace to, to grow and to, and to do it in real time sometimes. And sometimes it's painful because like, like I've said to y'all a few times, these, a couple of these last few episodes were super awkward and uncomfortable for me, but I think that they ultimately were a good thing because they were part of like my own growth and development. But it's sometimes difficult doing that in kind of a public setting. Um, but ultimately I just want to see us do well and treat people and be treated right by us treating others well and treating them right. Like it's all it is. It's the golden rule. And that's all I want to continue to do and practice in, as we move on into the next year is living in my truth and treating people and myself right. Sound good? Sounds perfect. All right, y'all. You know what? I think we're going to wrap it up because I know we didn't quarrel, but we reflected. And that's sometimes we don't always got to fight. We got to sometimes we got to sit back and we got to reflect. And I encourage and TJ encourages you all to do the same as you start to wind down this year. It's been a crazy year. This is one for the history books. And so take a step back, think about it, reflect on it, see what it is that you want to do better, what you what you did well this year, what didn't go well, what you want to do better, what you want to leave behind, you know. Give yourself grace. Yeah. That's the biggest thing that, I, I, that I'm learning. Give yourself grace, right? If you fail today, but then you rock it out tomorrow, that's not a failure, right? Um, you know, and, and, and progression should be something that you chase. You shouldn't be chasing to be perfect because once you're perfect, like once you hit the hundred, you can't go, go anywhere else. else. So yeah, just chase progress. Be, yeah, everything should be about progress. But face your fears. Do the shit that you want to do. If you don't know how to do it, find someone who can help you. Google it. Shit, if you need to hit me and Danny up, we may not know it, but sometimes you just need someone to talk to. I just think that we just, as people, we just gotta, we gotta be there for each other. We gotta be nicer to people and we just gotta treat people better, mm-hmm. you know, period. That's, that's going to be my, my mantra for 2021. Just treat people better, man. Mm-hmm. Regardless, you know what I mean? Somebody owe you money, you don't gotta fuck with them no more, but if everything else was good, the money's what fucked it up. You can, you can forgive them for the money. You're not getting it back. So, now nah, that doesn't mean give them more money. You know what I mean? But don't ruin a relationship over, over money. Because, you know, money is just paper. It's the root of all evil. You know, um, you know, you have a friend. You have a family that you have a falling out with. Man, make that shit up. You can't get, you can't get nothing back. So, we only get one life. And, you know, some of us get it. Uh, some of our lives was in, excuse me, was in the mud. Some of us was middle class. Some of us was rich. You know what I mean? Like we all have different walks of lives, and we we all have different things. But you you can control your life, and and, and that's why it goes back. Like you, only you can control the things that you can control. Mm-hmm. So if you failing in, in in school, you can control that. That's something that you can control. You know, 
If you're fucking up at work, you can control that because it's you. Mm -hmm. Now, if something's happening outside of that, you can't focus on that. But we need to focus on the things that we can control, treat people better, and just really like cherish this shit. Because there's people who passed away this year that I'm pretty sure if they can switch roles with you, they they'd rather be alive than they'd rather be alive than dead. You know what I mean? They would rather be alive and poor or alive with shit tons of debt just so that way they can be alive. So I just think that we gotta change the way we think. We gotta change the way that we do things and most importantly just treat people with compassion. And that is what we call a motherfucking word. All right, folks. Y'all have a blessed and happy and safe and fun and relaxing and rejuvenating holiday and new year and love on your loved ones and, you know, safely do the Zooms, the Skypes, whatever you got to do to FaceTimes. If you can't be with your loved ones, just do what you must in order to feel as whole as you can this um, this holiday season, y'all. Um, we'll talk more about our year in review. We'll talk about we'll, when we on our, our Instagram live t- on Tuesday at 730. So if you want, you know, come with your questions about us as far as the year in, re- in, in review. We could talk about any and everything, you know, and um, we can talk about what your you know hopes dreams aspirations your highs and lows and what you're looking forward to for next year all of that jazz on our instagram live so make sure you're there at 7 30 on tuesday on instagram at lovers coral show which is our instagram page make sure you follow us on twitter at lovers coral seven you email us it wouldn't be an episode if tj's phone didn't didn't go off <laughs> um and email us at lovers coral show at gmail.com with your questions um, comments, thoughts, concerns, headaches, and heartaches. Um, yeah. So with that being said, I am your girl, Danny. And I'm your guy, TJ. And you know that we fuss. We fight. But, but we, we love. love. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. You all like good shit. <laughs> Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.